airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry V is over in Studio CC. And we have plans that they're going to happen. <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's going to happen. All right. In the second and third segments, we will open the phone lines. Now, I will tell you what we're going to discuss. Well, I can't tell you because... You're going to talk about what you want, Mm -hmm. but I can tell you what I was hoping (laughs) we would do. Uh, I was hoping that uh, we would take some calls on some of the things that we've talked about because it's been a while since we've heard from our listeners. Yes. And we start to feel like, ah, we need to kind of, we need to hear from you. We are all members of the body of Christ. Amen. And each of us is processing what's happening in our culture and what's happening, what's going on around us. Mm-hmm. And um, there are times that you want to respond to what we're discussing and you don't get the chance because Will just keeps going and I going. I know, man. I, you got to uh, stop know, me. You just got to stop mean, I, me. I don't want to say it. I don't want to hurt your feelings, babe. I don't want I don't want you to be upset. In, you know? Okay. Okay. I'll do that. I'll just say, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Right. You know? Um, you know? But, but I think our listeners start to take issue with it and uh. I hear from them, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, and, y'all. Yeah. I mean, I talk. Yeah. Too much. Go ahead. I'm, yeah, I don't yeah. mean to cut you off as you apologize. See, Go yeah, ahead. You know, yeah, I, I talk too much. You, that's Go ahead, what say you, sorry. Yeah, you, that's what mm-hmm. you need to do. Just cut me off. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'll do that. I'll do better. I'll do better. <laughs> you know, I, I'm learning. I'm just trying to show respect and blah blah blah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right, so we'll, we're going to do that. Open the phone lines up. Any of the shows that we've talked about over the last few days. Um, last week, of course, you know, was the big heavy show, the weighted show. Um, talking about the late Ravi Zacharias. And, mm-hmm. and I know that our listeners, um, at least the people that we talk to during this hour, I know have a response and comments on that. And uh, and we're open to hearing from you. And uh, then yesterday, um, just encouraging the body of Christ. This is something that is so important to us. And, you know, this is what anchors why we do what we do, mm-hmm. that we have a biblical defense um, for whatever position we take in culture, that, that we're not just saying, well, this is my tradition. Well, this is how I was raised. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's that we go back to the word of God and say, well, I'm, I agree with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing that the Lord is saying. And you can't know that if you're not reading the scriptures. So you need to be in the scriptures to know what the Lord says. He has spoken on these issues that to us, we're like, ah, we don't know. Um, but we can know. We can know. And then once we do know, we are accountable for standing um, in accordance with what the scriptures say. Yes. All right. So um, anyway, that's coming up. But before we do that, Will the Great, um, can we talk about the Marriage Family Life Conference? Sure. Marriage Family Life Conference is coming up June 24th through the 26th. It's going to be here in Tupelo, Mississippi. You can go to marriagefamilylife.net to register today. Uh, Marriagefamilylife.net. We also... With the conference, have a conference within the conference for our uh, children. You know, it's called mm-hmm. the Youth Apologetics Track. That's what we call it. And uh, is so we want to minister to the whole family. And so this is a thing where you can plan to bring your whole family. Not the uh, the Youth po- Apologetics Track track is from four. 
to 17. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we have that covered, you know, but uh, is it going to be a great time? This will be our third time doing it. Yep. And uh, the Lord has been blessing it. We have some great speakers that gonna, that's going to come and share. Uh, and it's going to be a time for, for equipping the saints, you Amen. know, for, for the work of ministry and how to stand uh, mm-hmm. today. Yep. How to defend truth. The, the theme of the conference is by design. Yes. So everything that we are asserting and everything that we are talking about and agreeing with the Lord that these things are true. Yes. Um, the Lord has worked it so that these things present themselves to be true mm-hmm. by their design. They're true. Right. Like, I mean, you, you have to do a lot of work to deny what God has, um, excuse the expression, baked into the design of the things that we're talking about defending. Mm. And in order for you to know what those things are, um, you probably want to go check out the website, marriagefamilylife.net, see who some of the speakers are. If it's not already up there, I know um, in the past we've done um, the titles of their presentation Mm -hmm. and sort of a little, little synopsis of what they're going to be talking about. So anyway, you can check that out Mm -hmm. by going to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net. There's an early bird special that runs until April 1st. That's so right. So you're going to want to take advantage of that. Lunch is included. You'll see all of that information at the website. We're excited about this. Um, this is our major um, event, if you will, mm-hmm. contribution that we're making to um, encourage the body of Christ and to fortify um, believers. Amen. I mean, this is, you know, so Amen. we take it pretty seriously. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And um, our children are a part of this. When I say our, I mean Christian kids. Our <laughs> Christian kids yes. are a part of this. You don't have to leave them at home. Now, let me just say this, because there, there is already the question out there, and this question will continue to come up. People say, well, wait a minute. The youth track starts at four. So they say, what do we do with our kids three and under? Well, they make these little feeding bowls that you can actually <laughs> set out for your kids when you're going to be gone. And all they, oh, no, 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 that's pets. Okay, wait, right. let me see. Um, all right, well, no, I'm kidding. Bring them with you. Yeah. You bring, we're not, bring we're not allergic you. to kids. No. So if you've got kids three and under, I know sometimes it can be, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. I understand. And look, I under, I'm in it. I'm in it right now, mm-hmm. right? I, mm-hmm. You know, even though 42, I'm in it, Okay. <laughs> And so it can be tough and, you know, but we're not allergic to kids and you can bring your kids with you. No one's going to give you that evil eye like. Right. Now, I can't say, you know, as a mom, we've all had to take that mom walk of shame where your kid is just like (laughs) inconsolable. Right. You might have to take the the child out or whatever. You got to take the child out. You know, it happens to all of us. It happened to me. I was trying to go hear Laura Perry. She was in town, you know, (laughs) and I I was just determined I'm going to go do it. And I'm, I'm bringing Timmy. Cause I have to. And so I was like, Oh, I think we're going to make it. Had a friend there kind of holding him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he starts doing that turn up thing. You know what it is. It, <laughs> yes. To me, it's like, it's like a slow clap. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> and, and I had to Here take the go. mom walk of shame. You got to get up, yeah. take him out. It's not because I think people are going to hate him. Right. But because I think it would be selfish of me to make people miss what Laura's saying. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I can tune him out. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. Most parents can. But I just didn't want other people to miss. So then I take the walk of shame, not because I got an evil eye, but because I know it's right to do. So anyway, but bring your kids. We're not allergic to them. We like them. We welcome them. Um, They need to get the gospel. 
right? Amen. So don't leave them at home. Don't look for babysitters. Bring them. If they're 4 to 17, they are going to be active participants, yes. meaning that they are in classes. And so that's why yes. we set that age. 4 to 17 is on purpose. It's not just because, you know, but it's because they're really <laughs> being taught apologetics. Right. And so we want them to be at an age where they can, one, sit and listen and two, process. This is for equipping them. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, um, I think yeah. I said enough about that. No, right. no, that, that's good. Yeah. And again, okay. I want to emphasize the way it's set up is for the whole family to come. Go to the website, marriagefamilylife.net. You'll see all the details. There's hotel information, you know, the whole nine. Like we want you to come, want you to bring your family. If, if you're thinking about, man, where can we go on vacation this coming summer? Well, come down to Tupelo, Mississippi. We have something for you. It's going to be just a great time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. MarriageFamilyLife.net, MarriageFamilyLife.net. All right, so today, um, what is our topic of discussion? Well, you're going to determine the large part of our discussion because we're going to open the phone lines up as we go to the break so that you can get your calls queued up and come right back taking your calls. Um, But in this segment, with the minutes that we have before Mm -hmm. we go to break, um, our topic is when, when, with the emphasis on when, Mm. When they speak against you as evildoers. Mm. And so Will the Great and I were talking about this today and just talking about how um, the Apostle Peter in that first letter that we even mentioned this yesterday, how he is almost like telling you, mm-hmm. telling us, you are going to be seen as peculiar. You are going to be criticized for how you live. You are going right. to be living so counterculturally that they are going to accuse you of something that isn't true. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they speak of you. Um, or speak against you as evildoers, um, how how do we respond? How is our life supposed to have been lived so that when they are saying these things, they are empty accusations, mm. empty ac- accusations? Um, as we were talking about this and, yeah. and discussing this, it is not uh, loss on me mm-hmm. that Out Today is um, an article on the Christian Post that uh, Ryan T. Anderson, people familiar with Ryan, Dr. Ryan T. Anderson, um, who was once once over at the Heritage Foundation, but now he is the president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center in Washington. He was formerly over at the um, Heritage Foundation. But anyway, he wrote a book a while back, uh, I guess in 2018, when Harry became Sally, responding to the transgender moment. Ryan's written several books. Dr. Mm-hmm. Anderson's written several books. He's also featured in the documentary In His Image. Um, and you can hear his tone. If you've seen that documentary, if you've listened to him give interviews, you can hear his tone. I mean, he's not mean spirited at all. Uh, in fact, I believe we have a clip of him back in 2018 talking about why he wrote the book. I'm going to let you listen to that clip in just a minute here. But before we do that, I just want to say Amazon has removed that book. Mm. Not only has Amazon removed the book from its site, but it has removed used copies like links to used <laughs> copies have also so so basically this is the type of hate filled material mm-hmm. that um Amazon is saying is not fit for the culture it must be this is this is a digital book burning is what this is it's a it's book burning online we've seen this before it's been happening for a while the shocking thing about this is that um Ryan Ryan Anderson didn't know that this happened until people reached out to him and said, Hey, we're trying to get a copy of your book. And we have realized that your book is no longer at Amazon. We'll go into a little more detail as to, you know, how this all happened and what Amazon says is the reason. (laughs) 
Um, but first, listen, here is um, Dr. Ryan T. Anderson back in 2018 um, on a panel where he is discussing the reason that he wrote the book when Harry became Sally, responding to the transgender moment, which has now been removed from Amazon's site. Here's Ryan in his own words. So th this was not something that I ever thought um, or planned to do. Uh, five years ago, I wasn't like, my next book will be about gender identity and right. transgender identities. Um, but it was something I felt I had to do um, after seeing some YouTube videos of mm. people who had transitioned as teenagers and then in their mid-20s, sometimes late-20s, early-30s, detransitioned. Okay. Um, and their stories are heartbreaking yeah. um, because here you have people who um, were being advised by the medical establishment um, that the solution to their problems were taking testosterone if they were teenage girls, having surgery to remove um, their breasts, that this would make them whole and happy. Uh, and they believed it because they trusted the medical experts. Mm. And then 5, 10, 15 years later, uh, they're no happier than they were before. And sometimes their they're actually struggles have increased. Right. Uh, and then they make the decision to detransition, to re-identify with their bodies. Mm. Um, and I just thought if, if I had the capacity and the opportunity to do something that would be helpful in this area, I should take advantage of it. So in the book, and, and this is something that Ryan T. Anderson points out in his um, emailed communication to the Christian Post for this article, um, he says, quote, people who have actually read my book discovered that it was a thoughtful and accessible presentation of the state of the scientific, medical, philosophical and legal debates. Mm. Yes, it advances an argument from a certain viewpoint. Mm -hmm. No, it didn't get any facts wrong. And it didn't engage in any name calling, hmm. end quote. <laughs> so here you have a book that is straight up looking at the science, all right, looking at medicine. <clears throat> Excuse me. But this book is considered hate. When the Christian Post reached out to Amazon to inquire as to why Dr. Anderson's book was removed, according to this article, an Amazon spokesperson declined to comment when asked specifically about Anderson's book, but pointed in the direction of Amazon's content guidelines that govern the, govern the books the company sells on its website. I'm going to keep my word. I could go I could go further. Of course, there's more information here. Um, the hypocrisy there, mm -hmm. the double standard there. Um, I think our listeners are already familiar with it. OK, there remains on their website a book about pedophilia. OK. All right. Um, we're just going to go to the break here and we're going to open the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Uh, Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We'll take your calls. Stay right there. Addison's on American Family Radio. Sure to appreciate you listening, spending this hour with us as we unpack the issues of the day mm -hmm. and do that through an unapologetic biblical lens. That's like, right. we're not sorry. 
We're not sorry that we're using the Bible as a straight edge. Amen. Like, that's what we're going to do. Um, I'm Miki. And I'm Will. That's Darius Polk with a strong name. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. And boy, have we plugged in some calls. You remember that? <laughs> plugged have, in some calls. We've got some calls plugged in. <laughs> um, anyways, at 888, <laughs> we switch. We have we, it's the switchboard. 888 um, 589 8840. 888 589 8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Robert in Maryland. Hi, Robert. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Hello. Yes. Sorry, not up to speed on the. Uh, Robbie Zachariah, the station's been out on, in our area for the last oh. couple of days, AFR has. But I had a comment about uh, Max Lucado, mm-hmm. about he apologized. EBT, is that correct? Say that again, Robert. He apologized. Say that again. To the old GBT about a sermon he did? Yes. But, yes, back in 2004, right. he was, yeah, he apologized for, I, I guess. That's yeah. a shame it took him so long to, to apologize. I'm sorry. I have to laugh, okay? <laughs> when when do we have to stop bowing down, okay? Mm. This uh, this is my opinion. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I need if I'm wrong, Lord help me and show me, okay? Yeah. When okay, is I thought we we were in a free country, free American, free speech, okay? Mm-hmm. And if if we don't like what they you know, they're saying, we don't say nothing, okay? What's wrong with us standing up and, and, hey, I don't like what you got to say. You affect me. You hurt my feelings. We never hear nothing like that. They don't hear nothing like that from us, okay? Mm -hmm. Is it time? Are we allowed to do that? (laughs) Apparently not. Or no one's got the brass to do it. Right. Well, I think that boldness comes from the Holy Spirit, Robert. I I think think the freedom and the, the liberty that we have... Uh, is not something that just began because of America. I think for Christians, telling the truth about what God says about human sexuality, in this case, let's 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 uh, keep it focused on what the topic is. So let's just limit our scope here to talking about um, human sexuality and sexual identity. Mm-hmm. So the the right to tell the truth, right, is 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 less a right and more of a compulsion. Like I am compelled to tell the truth because. It's the truth, right? right? And so as a Christian, the Holy Spirit gives us the boldness that we need to be able to respond in any situation with the truth. Now, what is difficult for us, and, and Will and I were talking about this before the show, what's difficult for us is that we have not associated living authentic Christian lives with persecution in America. Mm-hmm. So this is difficult. So it's we're having a real hard time because it, you know, when Peter wrote to the the Christians who were spread out, the you know, um, those Christians who were dispersed, and he he listed these five areas. I think Mm -hmm. when he starts his letter, Mm -hmm. when when Peter wrote this letter, he was writing to comfort Christians who were facing persecution, and they were like confused and they were afraid because of the immense persecution that they were facing. Mm -hmm. So we today can find some comfort in Peter's letter, this first letter, Mm -hmm. that um, maybe just, you know, 10 years ago, we didn't really understand. And I I think still, I I think if we look at Peter's letter, I think Mm -hmm. in America, 
this is a warning still of yes. what's to come, I, I, I believe. I don't think we, we are in the midst of anything like they were going through no, not in, even in Pontus, close. Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, you know? Correct. Like, I, I think we're... Like, I think we're sounding the alarm now mm-hmm. and saying, hey, it's going to be rough. Like, but we have a mandate to live according to the word of God and That's not right. to shy away from speaking the truth. So listen, I want to say this, even though we live in the type of government where we can and should and must fight to defend the rights that we have. Mm-hmm. This is the type of government that we live in. Right. So we know that we put that on the one hand. But on the other hand, I just want to say to every Christian listening, you are always free. Mm. You are always free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You you never, ever have to lose your voice. All right. Even if you don't have the protected rights in any type of environment. Remember, right. here's what we know. The gospel works all around the world. Right. So, yeah. so how <laughs> is it proliferating even in, quote unquote, closed That's countries? Right. It's because Man, it's what on. Paul said. I think he said this to the Philippians that he was in chains, but the gospel's not chained. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, so so this must be the way Christians in America approach. Like on the one hand, we are diligently working because we know what the rights we have are and how valuable those rights are to the proliferation of the gospel. We Man. know that. But yeah. we, on the other hand, must also say, but even if not. That's right. That's right. Even if not, I'm still free. We praise God for the freedoms and the rights that we have. But the gospel, you know, is not hindered, you know, based upon freedoms taken away. Like it it still is. It still goes forward. You know, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So that's 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 a that's an encouragement, hopefully, to every Christian listening. Will the great. What do we go next? All right. Let's go to Andrew in Kentucky. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Hey. Hello. Yes, I was uh, calling, and I wanted to talk to you about uh, Max Locato's comments that you talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Sure. I have a couple couple scriptures that I'd like to share, and then a comment at the end, if that's okay. okay. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says that the Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, mm. and it cuts to the very dividing asunder of soul and spirit, mm-hmm. bones and marrow, Mm-hmm. It is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Mm-hmm. Also, and uh, scripture number two, two is Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 29. Mm-hmm. And it talks about God's word is like a hammer that breaks things in pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think that apologizing for using the truth of God's word and standing on that is something that we as Christians should not do. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to make the comment that I think of God's word as a surgeon's scalpel. Sometimes mm-hmm. it must cut first to bring about healing. Mm, that That's is good. so good, Andrew. Thank you, that Andrew. is really good. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, adding to our biblical apologetic here yes. on why we tell the truth. And, and, and though it may feel like a wound um, to the person who hears it initially, that truth produces truly a harvest of righteousness. I mean, this is when we talk about discipline. Also in Hebrews, the Hebrews writer writes about discipline, how it doesn't feel good at the time, right? But if you can learn from it, you can be trained by it, right? Mm. So so that's very good. Thank you so much for that, Andrew. I appreciate it. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Christy in Louisiana. Hi, Christy. Hi, how are y'all? 
Hello. Hey. Um, I was just calling. I had a comment. Uh, Miki had said um, about the book on Amazon being taken off, and um, you had said, like, the hypocrisy of the them having a book up with child porn or whatever. Well, it's actually, I would think it's not hypocrisy. It actually lines up pretty well. They support transgender children and mm. uh, child porn. It's both, it's both child abuse either way so it actually lines up pretty good i think <laughs> mm, that's a that's a point, point well made christy and just just for clarification i'll just say to our listening audience the book that is still there by comparison um is a book on pedophilia so it's pedophilia and adult child sex is the book a philosophical mm. analysis uh, by a man named Stephen Kirshner. and it seems from at least this article that that book is a defense of sexual exploitation, the sexual exploitation of children, um, and questions whether or not um, it should be seen as immoral. Mm. And that's still up on Amazon. <laughs> but, Christy, your point is well made and well taken. Will the yes. Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Debbie in California. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good. Hello. How's the weather over there? Ah, it's good. No. It's it's warming up a little <laughs> bit. Um, it was it yeah. was it was cold there for yeah, a was... while. I, but I will say, you know, our brothers and sisters, uh, for sure in Texas, oh. man, we've been praying for them. Yes, because yeah. um, you know, I I almost don't want to complain about what we got in our area. Although I mean, we were shut in for a few <laughs> days. But I I kind of you know when you want to keep it in perspective. You know That's what I true. mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You think about it. And like you got was it. Uh, I saw a man without a shoe, and I felt, oh, I can't remember what that was. Anyway, there's something about how somebody else's problems can make mm. your strength. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. True. That's exactly right. Yeah, caring for others. When you don't care for others, you don't know what they're going through. That's right. Um, I'm calling also about Amazon. Mm-hmm. I buy from Amazon prolifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything practically. Um, I'm in a... RV park, and so we get packages and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And, excuse me, the book being removed from Amazon, there are other sources that people want to try to find them before somebody else decides to do that, you know, eBay. And uh, there's a book exchange online. Mm -hmm. There are other sources to to get it if – and. the question my or my husband posed: Why uh, we better watch out for that book because the next book they're going to take down is the Bible. Mm. Oh yeah, I mean, there's just no question, Debbie. There's yeah. there's just no question about that. But can I? I want to comment on your first comment because I think that that is an excellent point to make. Um, Amazon is not the final end for where we get information and right. where we can buy books. Um, but they are the largest retailer like they they are the largest seller. And so it's it becomes of sorts a huge hit to an author who's got their books there. And and like yourself, Debbie, and, and so many of us, you know, that's sort of like our first thoughts like, oh, let's just go check out Amazon. I will say that this is interesting to note. Um, the book has sold out at the Barnes and Noble retailer mm. because of all the attention and all of the hype oh, around wow. it being removed from Amazon. Yeah. So it's sort of like, you know. Not to sound preachy, but what the devil meant. <laughs> you, you guys know, know the rest. Uh, but Debbie, you make a great point. There are other places to get the book. And, and you know, and I, I, I imagine that a lot of our old community book stores and cafes are probably going, you see, hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like a <laughs> yeah. lot of them that had to yeah. like close down because <laughs> right. of, you know, reduced traffic. I look, I that's one of the things that I mourned when when those things started happening increasingly because Will the Great will tell you that was before we started having children. Okay. <laughs> that was my pastime. You can find me in a bookstore. You can find me in a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and the ones that were just like wherever we were, because we were traveling missionaries, the ones that were just unique to that community, those were my favorites. Yeah. I would yeah. only choose the bigger ones if the local community didn't have one. Yeah. And even then I was just kind of like, come on, yo, why you don't have one? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's that's just, I don't know. I just I like I like the small business. I do. And I think it's good. I think it's it's homey feeling. So Debbie, you raise a good point. And um, you, you make a good point, and, and that's that's good information. All right, well, the great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Steve in Virginia. Hi, Steve. How y'all doing? Good. <laughs> now, I know y'all don't say y'all in Virginia. <laughs> what? Depends on which part you're from. <laughs> you must be from the southern, southern part of Virginia. <laughs> well, we're south of Washington, D.C. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yes. Listen. Mm -hmm. So, that you said that Amazon said that the book violated their standards. Yes, that's and right. So, do Christian businesses can they have the same standards of things that they will and won't do? Because this this is the problem. It's all mm -hmm. one way. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. if we had the right to refuse to do business with with uh individuals or hmm. whatever that <laughs> that that violate our personal mm -hmm. and religious standards mm -hmm. that would be fine because mm -hmm. Amazon's not the only outlet out there mm -hmm. man this is this but is an we excellent need to fight for our rights mm -hmm. to set our own standards and mm -hmm. and have it upheld in the supreme court yes yeah. yes Man, okay, so this is a really, really interesting point that our brother Steve is raising here. Mm -hmm. um, allow me a few minutes, and we can queue up some more calls here. The okay. number is 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. So allow me to think out loud um, mm -hmm. in response to, to Steve's comments here. All right, because it's really interesting, the question that he led with. Like, can we... Um, can these businesses decide what they're going to sell, right? Because I, I'm thinking of the Christian argument that we don't want to be compelled toward a certain thought. And what is the difference here, right? Yeah. And I think that this is the question that Amazon has to answer. Is Amazon simply a distributor? Like, do they, are they, is it just aggregate? Like, they just collect mm. stuff and then you can go there and you can buy it? Or is Amazon controlling thought? Are they telling you something, right? It's supposed to be because a distributor, right? That's uh, what I would think. That's they're what I'm not would think. like. Click, think about Jack. Put in the cart and go. Think about Jack Phillips. He is a creator. He created. That's you know. Yes. And he had to go to the Supreme Court to get. You Come know. on. So with Amazon, they're not creating things. No. They are no, because because products. Ryan, Ryan T. Anderson did not ask them to go and write for him. Exactly. They didn't. He didn't ask Amazon. Amazon is a digital warehouse. But now when Amazon goes to removing books, what Amazon is doing is Amazon is opining on those books. Mm. Amazon is saying hmm. this is good. This is not See, good. And we have yeah. now decided that. Yeah. And, and guess what? That's fine if Amazon wants to present itself that way but that's not how amazon presents itself right and in fact that's the same case that is made of these platforms 
are they just like sort of like these freeways that people can get off and on? Or are they the people out there in vests telling you, nope, stop, go, slow, turn? You know, that's the question that has to be asked, yeah. I think, and answered effectively. All right, we'll grab the break and we'll take some more of your calls. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio will be right back. Have your way, Lord, have your way. This with all my heart, I say. In your love, I'm trusting I'll obey. Jesus, have your way. 888-589-8840. That's the number. Uh, Sherry V is over in Studio CC. queuing up your calls. We can talk about anything <clears throat> Excuse me, that we've talked about in the past few days that you have not had the opportunity to comment on. Um, I just kind of feel like it, it was time for us to talk to our brothers and sisters in Christ <laughs> and, and say, hey, how are you processing yeah. all this stuff that is worth processing? 888-589-8840. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's uh, Have Your Way by Five featuring Jacob. Sherry B over in Studio CC. She's got um, some calls queued up. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Jacob in Georgia. Hi, Jacob. Hello. How are you all? Doing Hello. good. Good. I have uh, two questions. Okay. Is there a point in this life that we are given that we cannot be forgiven? for all of our sins, and if Hitler or Stalin had a repent, repented of the evils and sins that they did to mankind, could they have been saved? Or do we know that they were not saved? Okay. Hmm. Ooh, that's well, those are those are some great questions there, Jacob. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. Well, the great. Were you going to jump in here? What I'm, immediately I'm came to my mind, yeah. as far as the second question about Hitler and Stalin, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> what really came to my mind was the Apostle Paul, and I would have considered him a terrorist. Yeah. You know, who carrying away Christians to be killed. You know, uh, figuring he he thought he was doing God's service. But God saved him. So I don't think I, I, I would I would tend to say that even the worst of us can receive forgiveness of sins if, if we still have a heart to repent. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people who are incarcerated right now, who've done, you know, some terrible things, but they have given their lives to, to Christ, you know, even while in prison. Genuinely, I believe that they're forgiven for their sins. And that they will see the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I, I base that on, you know, it, looking at the Apostle Paul, but also, you know, the criteria for being a, a Christian, you know, is to have our sins forgiven, to come to Jesus Christ, you know, to to uh, ask forgiveness for, of sins, that the Holy Spirit would draw us. And if that happens, like who, you know, who sets the, the standard of, you know, this person has done too much wrong that they can't, you know, I mean, this is God's decision. And mm -hmm. if and if he draws on, on a person's heart to repent, I believe that they 
you know, we'll see God. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think the example of Paul is a fitting example. I think it is probably one of, if not the best example we have of just the hugeness, if you will, of his offense toward God. I mean, and Paul is where, well aware of this, um, and you can perceive it in his letters, right? That he, there, there always seems to be, in my opinion, well, you can tell me what you think about this, mm-hmm. but there always seems to me to be this, um, I don't know, th- that Paul is ever reminded of his persecution of the church and that this is something that he kind of carries on his shoulders as like, you know, Ah, you know that I did that. I I was that person. And so this is not something that's small to him, nor was it something that's small to the church. I mean, he had to have like a, a chaperone, if you will, or somebody to accompany him, you know, to even come to the church. It's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, they are all aware of his legend. Yeah. Right. They're all aware of what he's been doing. Right. And here we have Paul referring to himself as the chief of sinners. And he has this encounter with the Lord. Um, repentance is evident mm-hmm. he turns to christ and he is forgiven um the now to his first question our our brother jacob mm-hmm. um to his first question and I'm, I'm saying brother i'm assuming that you're our brother in the lord right mm-hmm. okay so to his first question um is there a point where you cannot be forgiven um i think if you look at the scriptures where the bible implores us that, you know, while it is today, right, while, while we have the opportunity to hear the gospel and to respond, that we are compelled to respond in that time, mm-hmm. right? That in, in when we hear the gospel, and, and I, I would suppose by extension, while we have the opportunity to hear the gospel. So what we're not talking about is someone um, at this point, after Christ dying and then, you know, Oh, there's, there's a chance for you here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I think this is a part of, and I'm not saying that our, that our brother is doing this, Mm -hmm. but I think even sometimes in our exploration of this, there is a point where we just want all dogs to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you remember the old, the old <laughs> cartoon, the yeah, movie? Yeah. We just want, and, and so we have a culture of this in America because we have a culture of Christianity in America, all right? It is, it is actually, let me just tell you, it is actually distinguishable from biblical Christianity. Mm-hmm. American cultural Christianity is distinguishable from biblical Christianity. This is going to be the person who just lives because this is just what we all, I go to church because we just go to church. Right. Well, I believe that we're all God, we're all God's children. OK, hmm. there are the things that that become common catchphrases in our community um, versus what we know to be biblically true. Yeah. Who inherits eternal life? Right. Who will see God? Who, you know, what is the requirement that the person puts their hope and their faith, their full hope and faith? In the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is not what they have done. It is what Christ has done, right? It is not, I'm baptized, therefore I'm saved. I go mm-hmm. to church, therefore mm-hmm. I'm saved. Right. My mom and daddy, my, my, my grandma and my grandpa, it is not any of those things that Will the Great and I have commonly heard in evangelism work, right? That this to a person is salvation. 
So the question is, is there something that, you know, like the, the most horrendous of sins, man, God's, God's grace is immense. I think we need to understand what we behold mm-hmm. when we talk about the wrath of God poured out on Jesus Christ for us mm-hmm. like this. This is amazing grace. Yeah. And, and for some of us, if we are found to be thinking that, you know, oh, that's for that paperclip I stole and it can cover that, but that the blood is not potent enough to cover the murderer, to cover the rapist, to cover the mass murderer. Mm-hmm. You understand? The blood is potent. And, and, you know, we sing about the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, but, you know, it's often sung by, quote unquote, good people who, you know, we just need a little bit of it. <laughs> no, you need you needed all of it and you needed all of its potency. There's man. We were all objects of wrath That's before right. God. And, and, and you know what? I know we need to move on, but, I, you okay. know, I'm just kind of thinking about Jacob's comment because he, he said, you know, and do we know like you're talking about Hitler and Stalin? If they, I, I wonder if this is if his question is based upon us talking about Ravi Zechariah. So I, I don't know. But uh, I would say. That we, when we look at the scripture, and I, again, I'll point out the Apostle Paul, you can look at others as well, mm-hmm. that God's, you know, if God's drawing people by, by his spirit, you know, and they repent genuinely for their, from their sins, like they will be saved, mm-hmm. you know. And the things that were done in the past, you know, um, <laughs> they will, a lot of times, they will serve to be a testimony of how God has rescued them from, from, from debt. You know, yes. And so, yeah, I, I just I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to think what a what question came from, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it relate if it's related to anything that we talked about uh, previously. But that would be my answer. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I and I know we, we should move on. And, and that's good. So I'll, I'll leave it there. If we have an opportunity to circle back to it, I think there is another question. If the question is related to our coverage of uh, Ravi Zacharias and the report that came out. Um, I think there is a there is a deeper question about well and 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 again I don't know that I have the answer to this question mm-hmm. but I I think the there's another question to ask right so that if a person has been living a life of sin and has wronged people has sinned against people mm-hmm. is it enough that they have these you know say 24 hours where they're just like you know, okay, I guess I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and but in months leading up and they know they're dying. They know they're dying. That that the Lord does not compel them to repent to the person that they have wronged, to to go to that person, to to confess this publicly, to say this is what I've done. I have and I have asked God to forgive me. Like I you know, and these are questions that I I don't necessarily have the answers to, yeah. but I think they're questions that are worth exploration. Yeah. It's yeah, worth asking. Yeah, do do you just you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even the thief on the cross Please notice that in his exchange with Jesus, he is publicly confessing that he needs to be. He deserves to be here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Like, m- m- remember that that True he repentance. is not like. Yeah. You understand. Yeah. Right. So there is still there is still this confession that we deserve to pay for what we have done. Mm-hmm. Right. This man is innocent. This man is not like us. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Yeah. Right. There is not this like, you know. Anyway, all right. Well, the great. What do we go next? All right, let's go to Laurie in Oklahoma. Hi, Laurie. Hey guys, let me just say how much I love you guys, and I listen to you every time I'm in my car um, oh, at you. lunch because you know I work a nine to five. 
Um, so Rhodey Zacharias, the whole thing with Amazon, the pedophilia. I wanted to tell you that I work for a 501c3 um, nonprofit mm-hmm. after I get off my nine-to-five job. And what we handle and what we do is we fight human trafficking, which is modern-day slavery. Mm-hmm. And under that canopy, we address pedophilia, grooming, predators, pornography. Every bit of that is the same spider with many legs, drug mm-hmm. trafficking. Every bit of it's connected. The whole thing with Robbie Zacharias breaks my heart that what you're talking about with Amazon and part of what I do is I get up and I educate and train people on how to identify it. And then I take it a step further because we are a faith-based organization. Mm-hmm. And um, I challenge people. I don't care if I'm standing in front of Christians or I'm standing in front of classroom full of teachers or I'm training police officers or EMTs or firemen how to see what's right in front of them. Because a lot of times we can't see what we're looking at if our mind doesn't understand it or comprehend Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so what I challenge people is what are you doing Mm -hmm. to put an end to this? Mm. And I tell them, I said, I'm about to make a bunch of you mad. How many of you are paying 10 to 15 bucks to sit in a movie theater to watch a movie, the latest hit or at home that shows a little piece of flesh and you think mm, no big deal. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, it is all under the canopy of pornography. And I'm going to mm. tell yes. you something else. A trafficker, predator, pornography, it all comes together. Mm-hmm. It's untaxed. And it's an unreported crime. So statistically, it's hard to track the statistics. But a person can make $250,000 of untaxed money slaving out one of our babies. One of our women, one of our young men. And this is a crime that we're not talking about in the church. We're Mm -hmm. not addressing the fact that one in three men are addicted to pornography and preachers Mm -hmm. won't get up and talk about it because one in three men in that church are looking at pornography. Mm -hmm. Come on. Possibly the pastors, which Mm -hmm. circles us all the way around to Robbie Zacharias. Mm -hmm. We have sexual sin that goes way back. (laughs) I mean, look where Lot was in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm Mm-hmm. And what happened there? You can't dip clean and filthy and it not come up untouched. So mm-hmm. we as the body of believers, if we don't stop and take a note of this mm-hmm. and fight it and stop being these passive believers who say, oh, I don't get involved in the government, I don't vote. No, you are endorsing sin and crime and using your faith as a crutch not to do what's right because people are dying. Things that are being done. America is the biggest producer, I'm about to blow people's minds, and the biggest consumers of pornography. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's sickening, but yeah. that's yes. the culture that we live in, and we need yes. people like you and your beautiful husband and your beautiful family to dig in a little bit deeper and bring this information to the forefront. You'd be surprised at the people I talk to that are mad at me for telling them the truth. No, I'm not mad at you, Lori. I think yeah. you're spot on in what you you're are. saying. And I'll tell you, look, we can do more shows. I, I receive that. We can do. We have done. <clears throat> excuse me. We have done shows mm-hmm. in the past where we've looked at this because as the Lord has opened our eyes and as we have talked to people like yourself, we have people yep. right here on our staff, our colleagues who have revealed to us information. Look, man, we you know, we're talking even locally in our own area in Tupelo, Mississippi. We're talking about, um, you know, sex trafficking stings that have been done <laughs> that that I'm like, I had no idea yeah. this was going on. But you're absolutely right. There, There is a lot that is going on in real time that we know not of. In fact, Will the Great sent me an article, 
And as I was reading this article, it was just hard to process that uh, in Mississippi, Mississippi has the second highest rate of human trafficking cases in the nation. In Mississippi. (laughs) You know, and these are the types of things that I think people are just so unaware of. So, Lori, look, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you for getting in our faces. Thank you for getting into people's faces. We've got to do more of this because it is a problem. It is sickening. And... It is happening on the church's watch. Yeah. We appreciate you, Laurie. We're going to have to leave it there um, until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.